Hello, welcome to the Alligator Podcast, where we talk all things at the University of Florida, Gainesville, and beyond. I'm your host, Brian Hernandez, and here is your weekly roundup. With a Florida judge's decision to temporarily block parts of House Bill 7, or the Stop Woke Act on Thursday, students and professors at the University of Florida are once again reflecting on the future of academic freedom, with the Woke Act being back in the news. First put in place in July, the Woke Act prohibits K-12 and university educators from teaching concepts such as one race being superior to another, that one should feel guilty for racism by their ancestors, and races can be inherently privileged or marginalized. For more on the reflection by those around UF, including professors, we talked to Alligator staff writer Payne Harris. So essentially, the professors were concerned with the way in which Stop Woke manipulates the curriculum um, to exclude concepts of critical race theory and other discussions of race and marginalized identities. U of President-elect Ben Sass also shares the same beliefs as professors. Ben Sass actually um, condemned the law itself, saying that healthy debate should be encouraged within our classrooms, and nobody should be afraid of that, um, referencing presumably DeSantis and the law. Governor Ron DeSantis championed the law as creating space for academic freedom within colleges, saying no student should be indoctrinated by ideas such as critical race theory, an academic concept that discusses systematic racism in the United States. His press secretary, Brian Griffin, says they would appeal Thursday's ruling. For more on Payne's story, visit our website at alligator.org. The University of Florida alerted the campus community late Saturday night regarding a reported rape that occurred at a residential hall Wednesday. The notice didn't mention which hall the rape occurred in, but stated the crime allegedly took place between midnight and 12.30 a.m. The alert stated that the University Police Department is actively investigating the incident. With more on this ongoing investigation, we talked to Alligator staff writer Amar Ateo. On Saturday night, UF put out a timely warning alerting the community to a rape that occurred early Wednesday. The crime allegedly occurred after a woman left a bar and returned to her dorm with a man uh, where uh, she was raped. Uh, the warning does not mention uh, which residence hall the crime occurred in, and it does not mention which bar the woman had left. The, the statement notes that UPD will be increasing its patrols in light of the incident to uh, increase students' sense of safety. Even though the alert was given four days after the incident, UPD says the incident, which occurred on November 16th, was not reported to police until November 19th. The UPD is asking anyone with information about the suspect to come forward, and uh, the suspect remains uh, unidentified. The suspect is described as a 5'6 white Hispanic male between the ages of 18 to 20 years old and weighs around 160 pounds, according to UF's description. For more on Omar's story, visit our website. Lizzie Robinson Jenkins, the 84-year-old founder and president of the Real Rosewood Foundation, Inc., is passing on the opportunity for representation to a new generation with her upcoming children's book titled Lizzie's Rosewood Race. The book's publication, which is scheduled for early 2023 to align with the centennial of the Rosewood Massacre, follows statewide debates on book banning, age-appropriate class materials, and race-related instructions in classrooms. Rosewood was a small and thriving, predominantly black town in our west of Gainesville that developed in the mid-1800s as people migrated from other southern states. 
It remains a haven for black locals through the Reconstruction and Jim Crow. On January 1st, 1923, a mob of white Sumner KKK members ravaged the town and killed five unknown black residents, inflicting lifelong physical and emotional agony on the rest of the community. The book centers on Jenkins and her own coming of age, which she said was marked by a calling to keep the story of Rosewood alive. Jenkins' mother told her she was ordained from birth to tell this story, to bear the burden of history. But spending her life fulfilling her mother's wish by sharing Rosewood's history isn't always easy, Jenkins said. For more on this story, we talked to Alligator staff writer Avery Kremposky. Sometimes it can be hard to hear that story as an adult or tell that story as an adult. So I think the really cool thing about this story is that Lizzie has challenged herself to kind of repackage that and um, present it to children in a way that is safe um, and non-threatening and allows them to have conversations about race and inclusion um, and diversity in their classrooms. Now, Lizzie worked really closely with a man named Rob Murphy um, on this storybook. Uh, Rob is originally from Utah, but he ended up making the move to Florida after learning about Rosewood and um, writing a couple poems about it, um, exchanging conversation with Miss Lizzie, and becoming involved um, in her mission and in her foundation. A former teacher herself, Jenkins is especially passionate about personally bringing her story to different classrooms around North Florida. She plans on doing a book tour next year, she said. And Lizzie is very excited about taking this book on a book tour throughout different schools in North Florida. Um, she wants to read her book to other children, and she wants to show Black children in schools that they are represented in literature um, and in the world. And she feels like that's something that she missed in her childhood. And she's really looking forward to bringing those conversations and bringing that representation to other kids. For the full story, head to our website. Thank you for joining us for this episode. I'm Brian Hernandez, and this was the weekly roundup on the Alligator Podcast.